0: everybody welcome to street fight radio i'm so glad you're here we are in the basement wednesday night time for a street fight we do the live stream now every single week find it on facebook youtube periscope and twitch uh we are your number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it out of Columbus, Ohio, 614 area code, holding it down for eight years now. We've been trying to tell everybody that the system is rigged and we need a whole lot of mutual aid and camaraderie to get this motherfucking world to be right again. So if you're down to start a horizontally horizontally organized party with the rest of us, uh, welcome. If this is your first time, uh, I recommend that you listen to a few shows because uh, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, we like to talk about things like cryptozoology, uh, the shape of the earth, and also uh, police shooting. So there's a difference. There's like a whole cornucopia of things that you get from us. I want to let everybody know that we are going to be doing a live show in the a few, few places on the West Coast, the left coast, as uh, Nyree uh, requested, I call it. Uh, we are going to be in Seattle, Washington on January 5th. It's going to be at the Clock Out Lounge. Doors at 9, show at 10. Uh, we're going to be in Portland, Oregon on January 6th. I just secured a place, Lola's Room at the Crystal Ballroom, or Lola's at the Crystal Ballroom, I think is the name of it. Um, those tickets are going to be up in the next 48 hours. Uh, Eugene, Oregon, we heard y'all were lit. We wanted to come see it for ourselves, so we're going to be there. Uh, January 7th, Old Nick's Pub, Doors at 9, Show at 10. Tickets are available now. Uh, Oakland, California, the Golden Bull is holding it down for us. They're on 14th Street, uh, 8 p.m., Door Show at 9. Tickets are available and then in Los Angeles, California, you're getting an early show uh, there at the Satellite. It's going to be Doors at 5, Show at 6. So we're going to have to find a place to go party afterwards, but it's going to be a hell of a time. You can find all of that by going to streetfightradio.com. It's right there on the front page. On the left-hand side, you'll see that you can listen to the most recent episode. On the right-hand side, you'll see a link that says West Coast Tour, January 2019, and you can get all that. Um, plus, it's on Facebook Facebook events, too, if you're on there. Uh, also, if you want into the super-exclusive Street Fight group, message the page on any of the social medias. We're at Street Fight WCRS on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and all the rest. So, that is all of the bullshit. We're not sponsored by any sort of underwear companies or mattresses. Yeah, no underwear companies, though? No, I couldn't. The best underwear is clearance underwear at TJ <laughs> Maxx
1: or Marshall's. That's cheaper than any of the other stuff. That's true. I mean I I Nordstrom Rack for me. Okay, no, I'm kidding. I only wear compression shorts from Target, so I'm okay. most comfortable. You're, You're proletariat. No, not really. Just not good at deciding that I deserve things. I uh <laughs> some of my favorite underwear
0: I got were these like little uh trunks that said poppy on them the brand was poppy and i got those for like 350 uh from a marshall's i have this like like designer shit you don't even know about it dude i
1: have this really sick like memory from when i was working for a living and i was driving to work one day and i shit my pants basically like i i cut a fart and it came out and was wet and Right. It's like, what the fuck am I going to do here? So I drove all the way. I was eating worse than I eat now and drinking a latte every morning on the way into work. So it was just like I was begging for that to happen. And I got to work and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do about this? How am I going to handle this? So I uh, went into the bathroom and I took my underwear off and I was just going to throw them in the trash can. But they were Fred Flintstone (laughs) underwear. And I was like. I can't have people seeing some Fred Flintstone underwear. That's embarrassing. Why am I wearing these things? Because I would get them every year for a gift. And that, my friends, was the day I quit wearing cartoon underwear. (laughs) Really? When you thought you were going to get caught? I thought somebody threw them in a trash can outside. I got them. I wadded them up. I put them in my pocket, inside my. car hearts my car heart bibs i put them inside my car heart bibs i walked out to the trash cans and just jet like really slickly like put them in a trash side
0: move just a little um so yeah because that would be like quimby where's motherfucking jetson's underwear and he
1: poops in them. (laughs) he poops in his flintstones underwear is he one of those like baby adult baby guys (laughs) i always wore them because like Basically, free? I never wanted to buy underwear. So every Christmas, I'd be like, "Buy me underwear. What kind of underwear do you wear? Boxers? Oh, here's some funny boxers. For right? You. Here's some Guitar Hero boxers. It's like, don't please something just
0: subtle, something that isn't white as is all. In, yeah. is, would be nice too. I'm an
1: adult. Don't buy me those. Remember when in high school? American I mean, flags would be nice. I mean I would do that. I would do do and those on purpose though. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I would do do didn't use American flag underwear on purpose. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I love getting underwear for a gift. Don't get me wrong. I I'm not like complaining about that.
0: But you don't know want mugs of beer on your underwear?
1: No, and I don't and it seem it seems fun though, right? It's not fun. It doesn't well, it, it's like a lot of a lot of people will buy you for Christmas like sh- like a t shirt. Like they you're they like you like t shirts, right? And I'm like, yeah, but, yeah fit, they fit on your body. <laughs> I love t-shirts. And they'll be like, I see you wearing t-shirts with stuff on them all the time. You know, I'm wearing a sheer mag t-shirt right now. I I wear wrestling t-shirts and Adidas t-shirts. And so people will be like, I got to get this fucking dude a t-shirt with something on it. Yeah. And then, they, then they'll they fucking mail me or or they'll, I'll open the present. And I'll never forget this. I opened a present one year. It was just like an extra present. The, the I think it was from my parents. They had given me other stuff. But I opened this president, present and it says Guitar Hero and it has Homer Simpson playing guitar on it. And I was like, I will never wear this in my entire life. Like, I could never wear this. We wanted to give you something stylish. Something funny. Yeah. You're a jokester. <laughs> you always like those silly shirts. They did. It's really funny. Uh... Well, actually, what's really funny is when we went to Pittsburgh, I had to get a lighter because I didn't have a lighter for my smoking. And uh, Jason got me one with a microphone on it. And I was like, (laughs) the next week we were putting up our Christmas tree and we were putting up our ornaments. And I realized I had an ornament that's a microphone. And I'm like, basically, everybody looks at me and thinks microphone now. It's easy. (laughs) yeah oh brian he's a microphone guy
0: (laughs) podcast dad gifts are going to replace golf gifts
1: yeah yeah microphone stuff oh it's a microphone thing you know like you love talking into microphones i'm like you're that's true actually (laughs) you're not wrong i do like talking into the microphone right (laughs) so yeah christmas is coming up it's close this is my last, this is mine and Brett's last normal weekend until January the 18th, which incidentally is my 40th birthday. So, will not be a normal weekend.
2: Yeah, you're going
0: to get your eyebrow pierced. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I have to be reminded on that day to get my eyebrow pierced on my birthday. I'll do it though. I don't give a shit. Somebody's talking about how, like, I grew. You're the... going to pass out. I'm, I've had it done, dude. You probably passed out. No, I didn't. I was great at it. I no, was good so at getting my at eyebrow it. pierced. Yeah, I was like, just do it, man. My wife is going to fucking kill me when I get my... But you know what she has said over the years? i love i uh, I wish you still had your eyebrow pierced at times she has said that because really? when we started dating was my eyebrow sure she fell in era. love she thought you were going to be someone that had
0: your eyebrow pierced she <laughs> fell in love with someone with eyebrow pierced you've changed and she has to deal with that
1: <laughs> well, I turned into an adult that like isn't adorning myself with anything to catch it
0: on too many seatbelts and then you're just like all right no enough of this i had my nipple pierced and uh it was just like caught it on so many seatbelts and i was like this isn't fucking cool. Enough. My
1: eyebrow was like the couch and stuff like that or the pillow. Like if you're doing anything active in a bed which I never do uh, a lot of times you'll get you know you'll you'll move something and a sheet or some shit will catch your eyebrow piercing and pull on it. That's how it happened every God, time man. That makes
0: my skin crawl. It
1: happened like three times and I was like the eyebrow piercing's not happening. I even have barbells too which I thought would make it better but actually made it worse because when it catches in that barbell it like Pulls forward like that. I basically pulled two earrings out of my head. Uh, Like they migrated right out of my stupid fat head, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They should have kept you away from those piercing needles.
1: Also cried when I got my, I almost passed out. I had my eyebrow pierced twice and then I went to the mall to get my ears pierced. And when they pierced my ears, I fucking almost passed out. I was like, this hurts. This hurts worse than the eye. It does hurt worse than the eyebrow, but it hurt. They're well, real
0: bad. Yeah, because the difference is, is, like, the person at the piercing studio has, like, a cold heart to just push the steel through your flesh. And you've got some, like, gun-shy imp- trainee at the, the like, icing, you know, is using, like, a little plastic gun to,
1: like, gingerly push an earring through. Right. They also didn't put studs in my ear. They let me pick the earring, and everybody's <laughs> <Okay>. like, yep. <laughs> and I know you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they let me pick the earring, and I'm dumb. And they were like, yeah, uh, we usually recommend you get a stud. And I was like, what about this hoop with this really heavy ball on it that would pull my ear? Down? I just, and they got infected and it was just not a good scene. My ear piercing phase was bad. I could not take care of it, dude. You you might They might as well just put a goddamn ice cube and done a hat pin through it. <laughs> I know. I couldn't, I couldn't do, it was the most painful ever. And they did it with a gun. The gun. Yeah. Which they'll always tell you at the piercing place, like, you know. Don't let them do it with the gun, and right. then they'll give you all these explanations that are like, "I don't know. I think they use a different gun every time."
0: No, I mean, the, <laughs> no, the way they go in is not straight,
1: and those things oh. can go sideways and like give you a lot of scar tissue. Oh, they they didn't say they told me that they use the same gun every time, and they just put a new needle in, and then it shoots all the gunk from the last person's ears into your ears. And I you was like, get mm. a lot
0: of weird. You have a lot of weird <laughs> kid information. I don't know. I mean, this is before
1: Google. Like, this is before you could just look it up. It's not... I I shouldn't be believing it anymore is what yeah, you're saying. Like, it's... I have a lot of information that I received as a teenager that yeah. I shouldn't believe anymore. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but uh, a guy on the playground once told me... <laughs> this dude's older brother once said... The guy I used to play curveball with yeah. told me... <laughs> You ever play curveball? Love curveball. I wonder One if my listeners games. play curveball or higher thing.
0: No, uh I've seen uh I've seen it mentioned in Montana I'm sorry, Michigan memes.
1: Okay. Uh Midwestern thing? It's maybe? a Midwestern thing, maybe. Okay. If if uh Jason, uh let us know if anybody in the chat says they've ever played yeah, curveball. If we curveball. need to know that. Uh it's important information for us because curveball was very important it, to my life.
0: It was one of my favorite games. I mean, it passes the time so well. Um, there's lots of ups and downs. You can be really good at it. Uh, and I one time played it with a bowling ball. Yeah, we found this old bowling ball and we were throwing it across the fucking street until it would smash. But it, like until it like it, it lasted for a while. It would bounce so fucking high in the air. We got, oh we wow! Got
1: curveball athletes, Texas never heard of curveball. Okay, so we got to explain curveball now. Yes, there's people that have never heard of curveball. Right, they're probably millennials. Millennials probably don't play curveball. They probably got a curveball app. I don't know if you. If
0: you need a neighborhood. You need a street for it. That's true. Kendrick, if you're a city
1: person, you're not playing curveball. Yeah, you can't
0: have parked cars on every inch of the side of the road. That's why it wouldn't work on my in my street because. There are parked cars nose to nose.
1: That's true. On my street, I played on the day I graduated college on my street. Okay. Me and my dad played against each other, and I whooped his ass. So, the game is you take a basketball, and you each
0: stand on a different side of the road, and you have to shoot the basketball, and if you hit the curb, you get points.
1: And you got to hit the curb, and it has to bounce back past the part of the curb that's like the uh the hill has to b- bounce back a certain part of the curb. It can't just bounce straight up. That don't count. And uh once it bounces back you get to walk to the middle of the street and then you get to bounce it as many times from the middle, sort of like a free throw as you can. You play to 21. Oftentimes in my neighborhood you had to win by two. Yeah. So it was some game. There's also a lot of
0: variations too because yeah. we used to play where like you hit the curb and you could run up and catch it like before it hit the ground again, then that would give you extra points. Um, we did also play if it went vertical and bounced up and bounced again, like t- two times,
1: two points. Yeah, we did that too. We yeah. did that too. Okay. Listen, for the listeners that are asking for this, me and Brad are going to play curveball on the st- stream one day. Let it get a little bit warm. Maybe when we're out, of, out on the West coast, or if we're somewhere where we can play curveball, me and Brad will do a curveball game on the stream. We Maybe we'll do a curveball league this summer. Sure. Sure. There's enough street fight fans in Columbus to do a Curbball league. Of course, we can. We're gonna. We should
0: get on Shark Tank and take like plastic fake curbs that we sell at like
1: Target do love and games. Walmart. Me and you are guys that love like oh, I love yard games. games. Like yeah. any yard game that you I can, like, can get my hands on, anytime mm-hmm. I gotta throw something at something Ooh. else, I'm happy. Oh,
0: anytime I have to stand <laughs> across from somebody and just throw something with precision, that's I'm <laughs> in my element. And if you gotta win by two. And if you got to get to 21, that's like hits all of
1: my favorite things. Right. The game where you, I've been really itching to play that ladder ball game. Yeah, that's a good one. I've been, I've never played it before, but I'm itching for it. I just got to play it. Yeah. And there's also one where a thing, there's also one they play on campus in Columbus, Ohio, where it's like a thing set up and then they put a beer bottle on it. You got to knock that fucker off with a Frisbee. Right. Right. I like that game, too. Yeah, it looks like a good game. Yeah.
0: Except so, running down a Frisbee gets tiring,
1: too. Pro, we're pro gaming. Yes. But outside. You kids need to go outside. Right. I'll bet Curveball dies in the next five years in, in I mean, Ohio. It'll like, have a resurgence. Yeah, because me and you are going to fucking have a Curveball League yeah. in Columbus next year, this summer, and we're going to, it's going to be like half Curveball, half professional wrestling. You got to have a character. Okay. Okay interesting we'll all just go out and like we'll get you know a few different people and we'll have a curveball okay i've always wanted to do it we'll put a prize at the end let's do this put that in the list your own
0: curb (laughs) what you're gonna pour a curb or you're gonna find a How are you gonna you You got a motherfucking it's like
1: golf you gotta go find a like, you got to deal with the things that are going on in that area of the world. Well, golf, you know? don't they
0: just smash everything and make it into a golf course?
1: Right, yes. But, like, that golf course has, you know, maybe this golf, like Frisbee golf, There's right? hazards. Yeah, like Frisbee golf. There's, like, trees and shit like that. There's like a you Mazda deal- Miata
0: that if you hit it, the guy's going to come <laughs> out and throw a fucking fit.
1: You deal with the environment that you're in. We'll find a few environments that are reliable. That we know that we can have no cars, and we'll do it that way. Okay. Like different fields, we'll call them different field names. Okay. I got it all figured out, man. You just come back to me on this later. Got I can't it. believe you remember the eyebrow piercing thing. So now I'm thinking you're going to remember the curveball thing. Yeah, I love curveball. Let's get to some stuff, dude. I got something this week that you know came just in time for Christmas. We have a new U line manifesto. Liz U line is added again. She wrote something in their latest catalog, and every wow. time they come out, we get it and we read it.
0: Yeah, um, thank you. Not thank you. To all the people that send the catalog to my house, please don't. <laughs> we can get them digitally.
1: <laughs> well, people love to hear us find out what's going on with Liz I Uline. For know. those of you that are new, Uline is a company that sells like office supplies and shit really cheap and is run by a really weird crazy tyrant. Yeah, like conservatives that are horrible. They like, are
0: buying a private part of Michigan and creating some sort of like billionaire's getaway community that they own every business.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the the strange thing about Uline, and we got to we got to explain this for new people cuz there's new people getting on every day. The real strange thing about Uline is they they release a catalog every year that they send to people's workplaces. And they put a crazy rant in it. Yeah. A really conservative rant in it from their owner. Anti-marijuana. Anti-union. Anti-immigration. Very anti-union. And just really anti-labor. Let's see what they're up to this month, Brett. Ready? Darwin is a tropical port city in Australia's Northern Territory. We visited Darwin last winter on a trip to that part of the world. Of course, Liz line goes to Australia. I just had somebody tell me that they were like, we were thinking about going to Australia. And then they looked up the ticket prices and they were like, well, that's a place I'm never going to see. Right. <laughs> like, right. That's what happened to me the other day. I was looking up places. I looked up Paris and Hawaii and Japan. Hawaii seems maybe in the future. Okay. I can, I can see myself being able to drop $2,700 maybe for three tickets to Hawaii. Okay. Maybe. I'm not saying I have that now or I'm very close to that, but I can see it happening. Okay. Japan, never. Over $1,000 every time. And uh, Paris, never. $1,300 every time. So, But these people are just getting to go to Australia. Like, right. They don't give a shit, you know? Oh, fuck. Brett, you have to... I have to s- scroll through all my sexy Popeye pictures to get back to this. Okay.
0: Um. What else is... I'm obsessed Uline with sexy stand? Popeye. I believe someone wrote in and said that they are complete... Women aren't allowed to... Tr- women have to wear skirts, right? Yes. Or dresses. Women can't wear pants at the Uline office was another one of their... Yeah. Uh, all right. Weird
1: yeah. rules. Another. They're just really regressive. Uh, most of Australia's national resource exports, such as oil, gas, and Gold ship from there? And gold ship from there. 75% of Australia's exports now go to China. In 2015, China signed a 99-year lease to control the port. Not too many Americans are aware of this. Well, that's because it's none of our fucking business. Right. (laughs) Why would we fucking? I don't care. It's Australia. It's over in Australia. Fuck it. They're allowed to lease shit out. Let, these, let them let them do their business. What are you spying on them for? These fucking people, man, these business people think they just Oh no, we should own the world. Right. It's actually that we should own the world. Uh Silk Road all over again. Oh, this is gonna get marginally racist (laughs) the port of darwin is just one of a dozen of ports chinese companies control in over 30 countries they also control part ports in oman malaysia indonesia sri lanka bangladesh and cambodia it's part of their one trillion dollar belt and road initiative an enormous network of land and sea routes connecting china to europe southeast asia and africa um, so, there's some information right. that they thought you needed. So, why does this matter? Asks Liz Uline. If you control the trade routes, you control the trade. When these projects are done in 2025, China's systems of ports, railroads, pipelines, and factories will cover more than 60 countries and touch 25% of all goods and services sent around the world. Hmm, sounds like another country I know of would love to do that. It seems this is one of those things where they think you know, we should be doing this, not yeah. China. This isn't like they're not against necessarily doing this, they're against China doing this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's
0: it's very openly just saying, can you believe they're doing this? And it's like, I mean, you hang out with cutthroat business people all the fucking time. They probably would love to trade positions with those people.
1: Where do you do you think Uline gets some of their stuff from China? Have to? How you
0: get? How do you get anything
1: for cheap? <laughs> Almost all
0: of it is. I
1: know. I, I, know. Ab- I don't know what would it be made in. China. I know. Maybe if you weren't throwing all your money into their economy, yeah. they wouldn't be able to do that. Just a guess. I mean, I'm not trying to. Yeah. Don't get. Don't 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 try to act too smart now. Not going to get tied up in your in your stuff. Right. But you you're you're now complaining about China owning a bunch of stuff while you're sending a lot of money to China. It just to me seems like. Oh, maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that.
0: Yeah. I, I could also, yeah, put my money where my mouth is.
1: Yeah. Plus, you're able to open up sweatshops in the United States basically now. I mean, what's the minimum wage in most states? Right. You know? like, what, uh, in addition, China has built seven man-made islands in the South China Sea. They have installed air and naval bases on them. This aggressive move by China is getting a lot of countries riled up. Okay. Americans know all of the salacious details of our politicians and movie stars, but not nearly as much in, on important global affairs like this. So uh, this isn't it, but this isn't the whole thing, but this is part of it. And then we this move is for, this to the is next one
0: for people that like, if you order enough bathroom, like toilet tissue, then you will get a free camo. Coffee cup with like the local football team's logo on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's also, this is at the end in that catalog, like right where the little order form you tear out. Like this is right next to it. Right.
1: I, I, I mean, like, I just don't, wh- what am I worried about in this yeah. situation? Like, what, what does, how does this affect me in any way? Right. That I don't care what China owns.
0: Yeah, no, they're, they're pretty much. They think that they're going to go for global domination. Okay, fine. That's okay. Right. I mean, yeah, it's just what it would be like... I'm being dominated either way.
2: (laughs) I
1: know. I know. We talked about this a long time ago, but it's like back when the conservatives were saying like, ISIS is going to come marching into our neighborhoods and turn us all into, or, uh, and and kill us all if we don't join ISIS. And I was like, well, I'll just join ISIS then. (laughs) I mean, it's it's not that hard to figure out. (laughs) And if China comes in and get by and then have your fun, you know, and don't get in trouble with the,
0: don't get uh don't let them throw you in jail or kill you. <laughs>
1: that's and that's what we're doing now. Right. It's the same thing with uh it's the same thing with like uh Red Dawn. You watch that Red Dawn movie and North Korea comes over here and or Russia comes over here and it's like fine, I'm Russian now, I guess. I don't know. I'm not real married to this America idea either. Right. right. <laughs> like. I'll join. I'll nuke it out with your people too. I'll tell you all your fucking system sucks too. Be snitching on on people. <laughs> I heard he doesn't like chai. I heard this guy's Patreon. Yeah, he, this this is a three percent. He's got a
0: blue lives matter flag. Geez, yeah. problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then some to Wisconsin. There are ninety miles between Milwaukee and Chicago. Okay. In between these two Midwest cities, there is a lot of space. Sometimes endless cornfields and water. Uline moved our corporate headquarters across the Illinois border to Wisconsin eight years ago because we needed space. Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin had plenty of it. Okay. I'm sure it's not the only reason they moved. I don't know what the laws are or anything like that. I, I can't get. Sensing Silicon Valley and Boston are two tapped out, expensive, high-tech areas, a company called Foxconn decided to place a big bet on southeastern Wisconsin for a new technology hub. Today, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker is calling this corridor Wiscon Valley. By the way, Foxconn is the bad guys over in China. They're the ones that run those plants. And the people in Wisconsin hate this fucking plant. They didn't yeah. want it there. Right. And it's got uh, for it, though. Got
0: him a real sweet deal.
1: They did get him a sweet deal. I mean, that's what you get now. You're a big billion dollar, huge company. You roll into a city and say, I'm thinking about building something here. And then they hand you a bunch of fucking money that they say they don't have any other time you ask for something. Right. They go, we need socialized medicine. Well, we don't got money for that. Foxconn wants to come in. $48,000 for each person that lives in the state. (laughs) 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 like they always we we need student loan debt to be erased we can't do that that's sets a terrible precedent well here let's hand jeff bezos a couple billion dollars (laughs) um the taiwanese electronics giants is best known for manufacturing apple components in wisconsin they will be building advanced 8k flat screen displays and working on high-speed 5g cellular products They broke ground on a $10 billion manufacturing facility right in our backyard. Foxconn is saying this will create 13,000 jobs and thousands more through an extensive supply chain. There are a lot of farm fields here. I sure wish I had bought some land. I sure wish I would have bought some land. New houses are selling like hotcakes right now. Geography certainly is interesting these days. Okay. Liz Uline. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's nervous about China. She's got a lot of like real thoughts about China right now. Yeah. Last month it was Amazon, right? Last time she was freaking out about Amazon, but, uh, this China one is good because it's just them getting out to use a better, to use a dumb word out Fox. They're getting like, they're, they're being, they're getting a rug pulled out from under, them, Yeah, you know, yeah. and they're just furious about it.
0: Well, yeah, and what is, they? I want them to say what their solution is. Like, they're terrified all the time, and they have horrible solutions, but she just needs to come out and say
1: what a horrible solution is. is. What is the thing? Yeah, she just said a bunch of stuff, and she's like, this is what's going on. it's like, so what do we do about it? What do you think needs to happen? Do we have to say, China, you're not allowed to buy stuff anymore? (laughs) Right. Which seems like a really odd stance for a business like Uline to take. Right. Or is America supposed to start buying stuff, too? Are we going to just start buying everything? And I hate how these countries... Look, I don't want China buying shit. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't want any countries buying shit. I hate when people own land and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, when people own... We're against this property thing. Property is theft, obviously. And we don't want this at all. I don't want to hand over a bunch of land to fucking Foxconn. A bunch of farmland. I want to grow food on farmland. Or I want to fucking uh, have a big piece of land that doesn't have an enormous factory on it. I enjoy that. I enjoy just having land where there's no monetization happening. I know. It sounds nuts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even see the point of doing all this business i guess if it was like can we stop selling all the line stuff that would be fucking helpful
1: <laughs> well that's me and you Most being like, U line g- stuff i mean i somebody called into the call-in show this week you that you weren't at and they started talking about like degrowth, uh-huh and how like that is like the only possibility right now like we have to like come to terms with the fact that we have to degrow the economy right in order to like you know I don't think you can stop climate change, but in order to, like, you know, slow it down or whatever, like, we have to, like, cool it on making the 8K TVs. Right. (laughs) Right. We have quite a bit. But it's, like, so much luxury. Like, we have so much luxury. I mean, like, all the tech just in this room that we're using right now to do this show and, like, our whole lives are, like, wrapped around tech and acquiring tech and, like, buying things and, like, just burning up the economy because that's the way it's set up, you know? Yeah. It's set up that it has to be infinite growth. And that means it's it doesn't exist. There's a finite amount of resources. That yeah. It will. It can run out. It's not impossible for things to run out. Right.
0: Right. And, but, yeah, but how much you want to stagger that or, like, Hinder some some technology like has helped Mm -hmm. a a bunch of ways and could help us in bigger ways in the future. You know, right?
1: I'm not talking. I'm just saying like some of the personal electronic stuff that we're manufacturing. Where it's like we've said this before: the phones are fine. The phones. We don't need a new phone every two years or every year. Apple doesn't need to make a new phone every year.
0: Yeah, and it's like how many how many things that like that new business in China is for like a slime convention, like swag bags just filled with <laughs> stuff that people don't want.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Or like my favorite, I always talk about insurance agent magnets. Yes. Like those just are such a blight on the world.
1: Yes. I, I mean, we have to seriously think about how much luxury we deserve because in the future we're not going to have this much luxury. I mean within our lifetimes, we might not be able to have this much luxury. It yeah. might be gone. It, things might be different. Somebody's talking about somebody posted something this week about like, you know, beef where it's like, you know, if if you eat meat every day, could you cut it down to 2 days a week? And that would make if we all just cut it down to 2 days a week, it would fucking change everything. Right. And I just pictured somebody screaming, I will not cut down to two days a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's an unacceptable ask, but it's like, you're going to be forced to. Like, it, we don't, like, th- it's catastrophic, yeah. folks. Like, we don't all get to have everything we want all the fucking time. That's just the... Birthday cake Pop-Tarts, man. I, vanilla milkshake. The ones you're making fun of me for that I eat now that yeah. I go to Target to get because they don't sell it at a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> you that's what I'm you saying though. Explosion. I'm I'm saying that like that I'm a problem too. You yeah. know, I I am not saying that I'm not a drain on anything. But when people say that the billionaires are doing all the polluting and stuff, that's true. But they're doing it because we demand. To have things to buy. We, like, demand there always be things to buy. Yeah. I, and, like, yeah. Always upgrading t-
0: Most of the TVs are fine. We're throwing away good fucking decent TVs and not fixing anything. And things are, are just... The quality of shit has gone so downhill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... uh I, I go to this grocery... I, I go to a Kroger in, a like, a high population area where I live. There's just a ton of people. It's in the city... And it's where most people live and a lot of people live in the city. So it's like a very high population area. And they are out of stuff a lot. And the way I act when they're out of things is just the height of, like, what's wrong with the world. You know? Like, I just fucking throw my hands up. I'm like, ah, fuck, they're always out of fucking everything. And it's like, yeah, you're (laughs) surrounded by food. I know. I'm standing. Oh my God. They're out of the chocolate pop tarts. Who's out of the chocolate pop tarts? And they have fucking 15 other kinds of pop tarts. And I'm screaming because they don't have the one kind that I want. (laughs) Why are they fucking out of the, what, why are they always out of it? I'm always, why are they always out of everything? And, They should be. Why are they out of fucking blueberries? I don't know. Because you can't fucking grow blueberries in the winter in Ohio. Sure. (laughs) That's why they're out of fucking blueberries. (laughs) But it's an entitlement that's like, that I think rammed into you from the, from your whole life. Like you're to believe that it's, that it's the, it's like that disease of being a customer. It's that thing of like, I'm a perpetual customer and I want what I want when I want it. And I want to be able to fucking go get it, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, we do blow through stuff and I see, like, I try to get used toys for my daughter and stuff because there's just so many things that go, that are bought and purchased, shipped all over the fucking world and are used like three or four times and then just set to rot somewhere, you know?
1: Toy, the toy thing is really wild if you if you have a kid and you've ever went shopping at a, at a like a once upon a child or like a consignment shop. And it's just totally full of stuff that looks like it's never been used. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, it's I mean, at least they're attempting to reuse it. No, that's the way to go. You know, but a lot of people don't attempt at all to reuse right. it. I mean, think of all the ones that just go into trash because they aren't using it anymore. Right, right. I just I know people with houses full of toys that just don't want to fucking get rid of them because they don't want to put them in the trash and they're like these are worth some money you know and it's like just give them to some kid just give them away yeah just help help prevent another purchase yes 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 but again it's not it's not the individual consumers
0: yeah we can't talk about like man remember that's what I was thinking about uh, some of those old TV shows when it would just be like a hard camera on you know. Couple people sitting around a table smoking cigarettes and, you know, drinking and shit. Yeah. Like, you could you could have, like, way more outrageous conversations about, like... And just bring up, like, a bummer topic like that. Uh-huh. I feel like, you know?
1: Well, I, f- I think that you should be you able can't engage-
0: to. Like, it's... We've... It's really become a parody of, like, how perfect and PR, like, shaped and... I don't know. These people have all have, like, been run through all kinds of consumer testing to just go out there and spread like this completely ignorant, stupid fucking message.
1: Yeah. And it is hard. It's, it's you're right. Like if you're sitting, if you're just chilling with your friends, hanging out and you're having a conversation, you, it's that optimism thing. It's, it's a optimistic, you're supposed to be optimistic and you're supposed to be like talking about the good things. Cause we're having good times right now but that doesn't <laughs> fix the yeah. bad things. The bad things are like, the, the, it's like for years we've been deciding we need to sit down and only talk about the good things when we're hanging out with our friends and we're partying and the bad things just keep getting bigger and more bad every year.
0: Yeah. Um, well actually that was funny. I did a, um, I did a market research group for a fitness supplement and it was, they mentioned, like, they asked us what we liked about this and that, asked us all these questions. Then they finally presented us with a product. And they mentioned that it would be, like, a five-hour energy, like a little shot thing. And I was like, I just said out loud, I said, honestly, I would never buy this product because the thought of throwing away a little plastic bottle every single day would severely affect my mental health <laughs> and, like, my life and so i could not sign up for making this product a part of my life right and then a bunch of people kind of nodded along with me but i doubt they were thinking that
1: you no know. nobody really thinks about the waste it was like how like i basically wanted to go hide under my bed when my wife got a sample of a uh, blue apron yeah. Like, I just, like, I saw the stuff. I saw, like, an individual chive wrapped in plastic, and I just wanted to go, like, hide somewhere. I felt yeah. like, no, no, and no. I, I always feel weird when people come over, too, because there's
0: no paper towels in my house, and we use, like, rags for, and napkins. Like, we use cloth napkins, and, uh, Like, my family all thinks that, like, we just can't, I don't know, like, we just can't afford to pay for paper towels or something, or I don't know what it is, or we just have fucked up values, or we're lazy, I don't, but it's like, no, we don't, I don't like, we don't use,
1: we don't use paper towels in the house, I don't like using paper plates, and I know that's like, I, 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 I know that's like, Means that I'm doing dishes, but it's like, I would just, I don't like eating on paper plates anyway. I just hate them. And I, I like, don't want people to come to my house and eat off of something and then throw it in the trash. I just can't, I can't let that happen. You know? Yeah. I like, I love like those zero impact, man things like sure, when those dudes when a dude is just like i just want to be zero impact it's like right on man or yeah. when you're like it's something we shall be working on yeah i spent all year and all all i have all the trash i made is in this little shopping bag and it's like that's beautiful you know? yeah
0: yeah and I'm, i would i mean like for me like the i really i really with even you know being as comfortable as i am now which is the most i've ever been in my life financially our household at least um like, I, I just still have very few want of things that are, that are, you know, that it can't get used. Like, I'm trying to put together a gym for the basement right now, and I'm just looking on Facebook Marketplace and still stuff shows up, you know? And yeah. I just, it's just never going to be, I just can't see the point, I just don't see the point of chasing all of, like, the brand new stuff all of the time. It just doesn't pay out, you know? Yeah. And it just makes you miserable and you're always in you're always needing something else. You know what's crazy is I actually fought this urge because we were when we were gonna go stay in Kentucky at Buckhorn Lake, um, we were gonna go on like this hiking weekend, everybody, the whole family, and there were so many like cyber deals going on for hiking boots. And like, I was so primed to buy hiking boots. And I just kept telling Erica about like all the features on these hiking boots and shit, you know? Yeah. The lacing systems, the fucking membranes, the fucking <laughs> arch support, like all of it, tread patterns, lugging. And then I didn't pull the trigger and I just wore this old beat up pair of uh, running shoes I had and it fucking worked perfect. And I have like, Said to her at the end, I was like, I feel great because we had this good time, did all this walk and did all this, and I also didn't buy the stupid fucking shoes that I was just like doing everything I could to like accidentally swipe my card and get some. <laughs> like, oops, I got someone pushed me into the fucking chip reader.
1: Yeah, I just wish there was like a way that like we could condition people to not believe that there's unlimited shit out there. Like if there was a way to be like, like maybe if they don't, maybe even that, like when you go to the grocery store, how they pull everything to the front, Maybe yeah. they just shouldn't do that anymore. That would even be a step in the right direction where it's like, you have to reach back to grab something. And it's like, this is it motherfucker. I don't have anymore. more. And, and there,
0: I mean, there was a lot that could be accomplished if we just took, everybody took the shit that was in their garage and put it in one place so that we could all just use it because the fucking saw that you get out once a year could be used by somebody else. That's going to go buy a saw to use once a fucking year.
1: Oh, yeah. There could be a fucking community saw. Yeah. I, I totally believe that. When Like, I would love... This is my communism popping in. I would love a community tool library and an outlaw buying tools. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Privately owned tools will be confiscated and returned to the people's library. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's a beautiful idea to me. Books yeah, you are don't... the same way. Printing off books.
0: Motherfucker, you're sleeping. We just broke into your garage to get that saw because you aren't fucking using it. Go back to bed. Yeah. If you wake up in the morning, you need a saw. Walk down to the fucking library and go grab a saw. There'll probably be one there.
1: <laughs> go get the. Then that solves the problem of getting rid of Home Depots too. Right. Right. Which is a beautiful thing. And you get
0: to try out all the equipment, right? Yeah. That, that, this includes Bobcats and Caterpillars and shit. Like if you want to get your your fucking backyard dug up, you can go get one. <laughs>
1: True. True. I love that idea. I would love to have access to those. And, like, things just get done that way. All right, Brett, we got a story that got sent to us by a few people. And when a few people send you a story, you have to to do do it. it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And this is from the uh, Washington Post business section. And uh, I don't want to read the, uh, I kind of don't want to read the headline because it just gets into the, uh, it gets way too into the story. So uh, this is written by Danielle Paquette. From the Washington Post. Economists report that workers are starting to act like millennials on tender. They're ditching jobs with nary a text.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This one is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, This is just like, yeah. Ding dong ditch.
1: It's not though. Really? It's actually, you're breaking a kind of, you're breaking an etiquette rule that shouldn't be an etiquette rule. I yeah. think is what I'm, I am I, I want to say.
0: I'm going to say I actually did this. Uh, I've mentioned, I feel like I tell this story so many times on the show. But when I did work at a company, Sh- Charlotte was going to be born. And from that day forth, I was going to be a stay-at-home dad. So this was all planned. Mm-hmm. There was a fucking conundrum where I asked my boss for a bonus because I was like, I'm about to not have a job. Let's get some money. I got fired. I stumbled into a place that I it, Charlotte was born in February. I got this job in like December. So mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be there for 2 months. Uh-huh. And I put up with hell. Disappeared. Yeah, you should. And you know why? Because they were awful asshole people and they were the just terrible to work for and there was no reason that I should have paid them any respect because they didn't treat me with any at all
1: right like, had they given you the bonus you would have been less likely to walk out
0: yeah Right. Well, no no I'm, no that was a different job well no, whatever you asked no, you no. said you
1: went in and asked for no, something no i know i'd be I, less I, likely to quit i
0: got a job for two months yeah with the intention of only being there for two months right without telling them and you ghosted
1: on and that and i two just months. ghosted on the two months yeah
0: but i think but if they I wouldn't given... have done that had there was no they, that wasn't the bonus job
1: okay well, I'm saying that I think you would have probably felt oh, as you're right. though if you I needed have... to give them notice had they given you the bonus and treated you like a fucking, you know, a person that has needs and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um. um a, a number of contacts said that they have been ghosted, a situation in which a worker stops coming to work without notice and then is impossible to
0: contact. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> It's just like, I never want to see you again. I like, don't like, like you. I'm doing this to hurt your feelings <laughs> I'm doing this. Cause I don't respect you as a fucking person.
1: And it's honestly, I'm sending a message. Honestly, as like a way of doing things, it's cool because like, okay, I have had this said to me 500 times today. I, because I said that two weeks notice is a scam. Two weeks notice is a, is the etiquette of two weeks notice is stupid and it's dumb and it's wrong, and they don't give you the same courtesy. And then, so, you have to think, people will be like, oh, you're screwing the other workers when you walk out on a shift. If if you're slammed and you walk out on a shift. I'm going to tell you right now that this has happened a hundred times while I was at a job, and I never got mad at the person that walked out. No, I didn't either. <laughs> you can't be mad at the person no. that ghosted. Nobody is. They're like, get it. Closed yeah. it up. They got fed up. They couldn't <laughs> deal with the bullshit. I'm I can. Still, That's why I'm here. I'm still gonna deal with the bullshit. I'm gonna do the bullshit. I've Cheers. discovered that this bullshit right here is worth my time. They decided. Yeah. Some that people the bullshit can, was not. Some
0: people can handle it. I don't blame them. Yeah. No. I've never. I've never shit on that person you
1: just don't hold it against somebody it's not you're like i good good on you how great is it when
0: somebody leaves an office and slams a door and then you go on lunch and you call them and you're like so what the fuck that just happened in there
1: how great is it when you like work at a restaurant or something on the line or whatever and one of the kitchen people walks out and the fucking guy in a dress shirt that comes in that's a dick to you all the time the manager has to roll his sleeves up and put on an apron and do that person's job yeah
0: yeah 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 like oh rick's sweating today oh rick's sweating today
1: rick don't stop sweating in the chicken rick you want me to teach you how to do that rick yeah here's how we do it back here when you're yelling at us <laughs> <laughs> oh man, anytime the cable anytime somebody ghosted on a cable company, they would generally just add the spread the jobs out and add them to everybody else. Uh-huh. But there were a few times where they couldn't do that and the manager would have to put his fucking boots on, start his van up and go do jobs. And those days made me feel so fucking good yeah, that's you like you know gift. they were miserable and also when somebody walks out of a job it kicks ass because it puts management on their heels because they don't know how many other because pe- like at that time they're like how many other people are this mad yeah that they might quit like h- how on the edge are we here right <laughs> you know <laughs> right you're getting a temperature test because if somebody's stomping out the door it's uh, i will say if if, a, if an employee is stomping out of the door in the middle of a shift and they had, had been a reliable employee who had been there, you know, which is generally who does it. it yeah. It's not fuck ups. Don't really stomp out in the middle of shift, or fuck ups don't really ghost because they like like I'm a fuck up. I love quitting. It's like my favorite thing. I will never ghost somebody because then I don't get the satisfaction of cussing at them and right. yelling at them. So like uh, when the like the the satis- Oh fuck! I can't even remember what I was saying. Sorry. <laughs> let's let's there was do some this. Loud so,
0: crumpling going on. The
1: the federal so national data on economic ghosting is lacking. The term, which usually applies to dating, first surfaced in 2016 on Dictionary.com. But companies across the country say silent exits are on the rise. Analysts blame America's increasingly tight labor market. Job openings have surpassed the number of seekers for eight straight months, not true, and the unemployment rate has clung to a 49-year low of 3.7% since September. Janitors, baristas, welders, accountants, and engineers, they're all in demand, said Michael Hicks, a labor economist at Ball State University in Indiana. More people may opt to skip tough conversations and slide right into the next thing. You know, that's a kind of another thing too. If you ask me, like, I don't want to have, some people aren't geared. Some people aren't built to quit a job and Hey, if the job is going to ghost you, you know, because jobs, they, they call you into a room with 25 or with a hundred other people. And they'll just say, you don't have a job anymore. This job's done and it's over and you don't have a job anymore. What kind of courtesy is that? You know, if you want two weeks notice, Maybe on the other end, at will employment could go away. That would be nice, you know? Uh yeah, sorry. Why uh, so, hassle with a boss and a bunch of out processing? Uh, he said, when literally everyone else, everyone has been hiring. Recruiters at global staffing firm Robert Half have noticed a ten to twenty percent increase in ghosting over the past year. DC District President Josh Howar said. Applications blow off interviews, new hires turn into no shows, workers leave one evening and never return. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, and they've, they've, the thing about it is that the people, the hiring people, you have to, you have to know how much has changed, that people are switching jobs so quickly. And, don't need like they're able to get a job without having a reference you know
1: right and and somebody brought this up to me i on ohio on twitter brought this up to me today but how many jobs really replace somebody two weeks in that two weeks anyway they never do it takes months to hire somebody and generally at a lot of these corporate jobs they'll try to last without the person they'll just try to eliminate the position and just put the other work on other people the two weeks is pointless It's stupid. Like, you know, you get countless stories. We get countless stories of people who put their two weeks in and get fired, walked out, get their hours cut, get treated like fucking garbage for that two weeks. Why would you do it? What what incentive is there to do that? Especially when the laws are that if they call, if your employer calls and asks for a reference, they're not allowed to say anything.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess that they presume that The person that's hiring you next is going to call that location and talk to that person. They're going to say, you know what? They totally ghosted on me when they left. Yeah, yeah. And that's supposed to mean something. And it's like, I mean, can they do this job though? Would they
1: be good at the gym where they're good at working?
0: I mean, you know. I mean, maybe you just run a piece of shit place. And I don't even, I don't know. I'm trying to think because I, I do so much, you do so much lying on job applications and I this year uh actually was a fake reference for somebody like on the phone yeah like i like had the conversation was like oh yeah they were great they were always <laughs> chipping in you know <laughs>
1: this, this is just wild out there yeah i'm <laughs> doing that Mario. i'll do that people too. people are doing that patreon uh let's patreon tier for us to be right yeah i can
0: say oh yeah oh yeah they were great I can do that. Yeah, there's
1: two things I oh, want. Oh, no, to, no, never, never. Not them. There's two things I want in the store. I want you to be able to pay for me and you to be your job reference. And I want to make uh, those funeral cards for people uh, so that they can get into people. a bereavement day. <laughs> yeah, we need to start printing. <laughs> we need to make newsprint
0: of yeah. fake obituaries. we make an obituary so, yeah, and then can, one
1: of them little cards, like a little, the thing you pick oh, up at the funeral yes. to prove. We could sell those for sure.
0: <laughs> we can just pick a day each month. Because you have to get the date right. Or maybe when you
1: order it. When you order it, we'll fucking we'll do type dates, in the date and a name for you. We'll make up a name for you, too. You know? Uh, I feel like I got to do this. That, well, hey, I, <laughs> I do,
0: newsprint's, easy, newsprint's cheap.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They print
0: any old garbage on that <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> Recruiters at Global. Uh, so, I want to go back to something they said here first. I, I want to look at the, like, three things that they're saying are happening. Applicants blow off interviews. I've done that. Because, oh, okay. like, you get, you fill out the application, and uh-huh. then they're like, I wanna interview you. And then you're like, well, I already got another job. Or, like, I heard this place sucks. <laughs> I don't wanna do it. I didn't really wanna work here anyway. Yeah. I just <laughs> filled out the application. When I was a teenager, the way you did things, and that's it's even more like this today was you went and did a blast of like you just drove to different places and filled out applications today it's even more of a blast just you go out the... and just blast out your resume to a hundred places on fucking line yeah you know most of them you don't even want to work at you're like oh, i hope i don't get this one see what happens yeah <laughs> how many times have you had applied for a job and then immediately thought Oh, I hope this i hope i don't yeah. get this one <laughs> I'm just doing this to get credit just so that people think I'm looking for a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've I've applied for a lot of jobs I hoped I didn't get. Yeah. I I always had such a hard time like getting a job. And I think now that we've been able to like analyze my past on the radio for 8 years, it's I was bad at getting a job. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily like the people getting jobs, but also in my defense, I'm a person that exists in this world. And there are a lot of other people like me. That's true. That exist in this world that have to get a job to survive. Yes. So gotta, what do we do? Got to accommodate. Yeah. What do we do? What, what really though? I'm serious. Like what do we do for guys that are like, I'm going to wear shorts to this job interview. <laughs> <laughs> I wore shorts to my cable job interview. I wore shorts and a button up shirt. But, it had a collar. I was like, it's got a collar on it. Yeah, I wear these fancy. element shorts with it and a pair of nice fucking, uh, Etney shoes. And I'll yeah, go in here and get perfect. the interview off. And I also didn't like shake the guy's hand, but I looked really good okay. when I came in there. I mean, it was good it looking sharp no like more like uh oh he's nice he's dressed like a like a kind yeah. skater yeah. like a preppy <laughs> you a, skater buttoned all the way up yeah i did the whole like short sleeve button up t-shirt buttoned all the way up and a pair of elements khaki colored shorts <laughs> and a pair
0: i didn't this, know that skater just got back from church <laughs> oh you know what actually He's my 11 o'clock interview.
1: I don't, I have no idea why I did it. You know, I, it was, it it was such a weird choice. And I changed that after the, the next job. I can't believe I got the job. I still can't believe I got on top of passing the fucking drug test. Yeah. Like I can't believe I got the job, but I ended up getting a job. So
0: yeah, I got one. I walked in, I was in flip flops and like (laughs) sweats sweatpants that i cut into shorts that were all like ragged and uneven and a mohawk that was just laying on its side
1: (laughs) that's why the teachers tell you to dress like you're gonna get interviewed that day well i remember a teacher told me that in school i was like why if you ain't gonna get interviewed why waste wearing dress up clothes one day (laughs) yeah i wearing those things (laughs) yeah i don't want to put that fucking belt on (laughs) i don't put that monkey suit on and Go and do the they put the belt on. Yeah. I mean I've probably worn a tie three times in my entire life. Really? I'm not a no, I don't even know how to tie just don't it. Do I wouldn't it. know. I just never think to do it. I think I look better without one anyway. Sure. Um, the next one's New Hires Turn Into No Shows. And that's another thing where like, you know, you get bad vibes at the interview, you don't owe them anything. Yeah, I what do you owe them? What do they they want to be able to scold you? Yeah. Like I'm really disappointed
0: in you, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> During the interview <laughs> We had such a connection. You said you liked a lot of the flavors of the coffee that we serve here. And now you're telling me you're hitting the bricks? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I want to see your best. I told you I expect your best. I'm not going to let
1: you quit. <laughs> <laughs> they would fucking think you were a weirdo if you called and said, after the applica- after the interview and hey. stuff like that, if you called and were like, I just decided I'm not going to take this job Actually, at Starbucks.
0: Was, they wouldn't think you were a weirdo. They would appreciate it. I mean, that's the, it
1: is the be- <laughs> it is easy it is yeah but it's like who cares it's not necessary (laughs) it's easy but i think the person well i guess they would be like i appreciate it if it was me answering the phone though just personally and i'm sure there are a lot of other people out there that agree with me i would be like this weirdo just just called and told me they weren't gonna make it in but then again it's like but they it's because they feel like they're like a fucking king
0: or a queen and that they have this they rule like employment and it's like you know what Ashley just n- ghosted on me you know like it's <laughs> the word's going to get out she's going to talk to other bosses and they're going to find out It's never going to ever fucking know what happened no we mm. act
1: like I'm there's am never going like... to
0: mention this on another I'm not going to like put it down on my next resume like oh I ghosted this place after 2 weeks it was quite an <laughs> interesting experience
1: <laughs> we do act sometimes like there's an underground like uh Boss uh chat central database. Where like they're all like checking stuff out. You have like a permanent record where they can be like, he fucking quit after two weeks. He fucking threw salad dressing at one of his bosses. Don't hire this guy. He wore shorts to an interview. You know, like it's the same thing with like a permanent record from school. I've been like really on my daughter has been like freaking out about grades lately. And I finally just had to say, You're in eighth grade. These grades don't matter. They don't matter till next year. So yeah. figure it out by next year. You're gonna be just fine. But they're so we're so like beat into thinking there's like a file on us everywhere we go. That's why getting written up scares some people. Right. And, and somebody like me just just like what does it even mean? Like you, most people don't even ask what it means. Yeah. Like I I ask what it means cuz I just want to like it's like what like what does so, getting written up mean? So like what exactly is the, how does the circumstances change? Yeah. <laughs> Do I get docked
0: in any way? Is there extra work involved? Do I have to address you differently?
1: But I used to see people go out and like fucking kick the trash can and turn red and like dig their fingernails into their <laughs> into their make a fist so hard it digs their fingernails into their hand because they got like, fucking written up fucking mike is a fucking piece of shit and like i was always like dude cool it man yeah <laughs> did you get fired no okay it's just written up who cares right They can't do anything with this paper they'll you know, give you a
0: paper cut with it
1: and like a ri- that but you're supposed to think that written up means oh well you know yeah. if you quit and somebody calls for a reference and we tell them because and we tell them you got written up, they're not gonna like that. They're yeah. gonna think like, whoa, this guy wow. got written Ooh. up one time. We don't bad boys. <laughs> we don't hire bad boys. <laughs> Workers leave one evening and never return is like uh that's the last what type. Was what was it? Workers leave one evening and never return is the last type of ghosting and i i gotta it's say a ghost story and he never returned <laughs> he said,
0: all day long he told us about how he couldn't wait to build lifelong relationships with all of us <laughs> <laughs> he got really wasted at lunch and said that he was gonna be a part of our lives forever and then he never
1: showed up i think it was some sort of sick joke <laughs> He came up to me and told me he can't wait till retirement day when I hand him his gold watch. He was saying that to me, and then all of a sudden, he's gone, and I can't get a hold of him anymore.
0: I'm just wondering, like, where are we at? Where's this thing, where the cards going
1: to lie? Because I signed up for forever, bro. I'm not giving up on him i already he's bought his, be my employee i already bought his retirement day card <laughs> yeah. i have cards in my drawer here for when everybody retires just in here and it's ready for these employees this is a life commitment and now he left and i wasted four dollars on a, a greeting card yeah this is he's just fucking my life up this yeah. is
0: crazy i don't i wouldn't expect this from somebody that I made a commitment like that too.
1: Yeah. Does he know that I had already got his exit interview stuff ready for his last day when he's 62? (laughs) I wrote a
0: really sweet note.
1: Yeah. Really sweet. I'm, I love this man and he ghosted me. They do. They are. It is a weird thing to, this is a weird article to write now. When you, when you put it like that, it's like, because people don't ghost jobs that are good jobs. Like I have, Talk to so I even me like I generally have a, a, a rough relationship with my boss, but even at that lat I didn't mind that camera store job. Right, I, I I thought the boss was a dick, right? You know, but like I didn't I didn't like mind it, and I I gave them basically notice. They I asked for a day off. They said they weren't going to give it to me, and I said, well, I'm not going to come in, so I guess whatever. And then I left, and I never came back that day. And I, it was because I didn't, you know, Oh, you quit that day. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't quit that day. So basically I said, I, I got to go to Philadelphia for the democratic national convention and I got to do a live show and I'm going to need four days off that week. And he said, we can't give that to you. And I said, well, I mean, you're only paying me $8 and 50 cents an hour. So I'm just, I'm going to not come in. And he said, "Uh, okay, that's fine. And then I was just done after that. Okay. I just quit on that last day. But I did come in all the way till the end because I liked Ricky and Troy in, in the warehouse. They were my buddies. That's who I'd been working with. And I thought they were great guys. And I was just like, I'm not going to leave. I don't think I'm going to leave. And that that until it's my day. But any other job, like, you know, I wasn't treated with any kind of respect. And, and like the the boss was an asshole or he yelled at me or Or like I tried to call, I, I, there, there was one where I tried to call in sick and he told me I wasn't allowed, which is to me, like, that's, that's a, you know how they say fireable offense? I call quittable offense and that is a quittable offense for me. That's a get cussed out offense for me. Right. So, uh,
0: yeah, I gave notice to one when I moved to Texas, I gave notice, but I really liked them and they were pretty accepting of me and, uh, also were pretty good with money. When I bugged them for more money, they gave it to oh, me.
1: Oh yeah, they were nice. I mean, that place that you worked at in Columbus before you left the first time, like I you you did have like sort of an affection for those people and yeah. They they I mean they basically <laughs> hooked you up and let like you do whatever you want for a good period there. So sure. I I totally get that. And people yeah, I mean you just,
0: have to earn it. I mean you have to earn it. And even right. also if you are decent and someone feels like that from the beginning, they might even let you know. Yeah. But they also might not. And, like, it doesn't fucking matter. You're never going to see that person yeah, again. Yeah,
1: they might even, like, I I could see myself if somebody was cool to me, even keeping them posted that, uh, look, I'm looking for a new job. You know, you can try to match the offer or, you know, whatever. But I'm looking for a new job. And if I get it, I'm going to leave here. Right. Like, I've, I've seen people even do that and, like, not have a horrible thing. But that's not owed to anybody and the way that you get it is by not being a fucking asshole maybe reflect upon your why people are avoiding having conversations with you that's what it is (laughs) yeah i just didn't want to deal with the type of
0: egotistical asshole that i had to at that fucking job i i really wanted to just tell them what was up but i was like i don't i fucking hate this person i don't want to i don't want them to You know, just fire, get a chance to fire me or whatever. I really wanted to fucking, I did it to like personally harm them. I really, that's why I do it.
1: Yeah, that's why I do it too. It's the, it's personal wit. It's like, they act like business is like a, uh, they're like, business isn't personal. It is like business is personal. And I'm some nice personal sucker punch. (laughs) I fucking don't respect you enough to say goodbye. (laughs) You feel like someone has a high level of interest only for them to disappear. Hoar said. I love that, too?
0: I love just being so interested. I love it. I remember that I uh, I did a job where I for the interview, they basically made me go out and work for fucking free for 12 goddamn hours. You know, and they were Mm -hmm. like every day. They were like, we get here at 630. We get on site by eight. And uh, we're hustling until eight, you know, and it was so such a fucking long day. And I remember I was enjoying myself because I was just so over it. And the, by the end of the day, and I was I walked around to everybody and looked them in the face and was just like, I'm really excited to get started tomorrow. I think we're going to make a big change around here. And I'm down with the program. And I was just like heartily shaking everybody's hand and just I'm like down so, with the program. so into it. It was like, I see a bright future with me here uh i'm just and i'm just like i and
1: i fucking loved it i loved it <laughs> i've been wanting a job like this for my whole fucking life right. like an opportunity to come into a place and really work hard
0: the stars are aligning <laughs> yeah.
1: that is excellent yeah
0: there was the, the boss on that was this greasy motherfucker it was uh selling coupons 5% of the money went to a charity Gosh. and the guy had on gold bra- gold watch gold bracelet gold necklace gold motherfucking earring And was just sitting there like we're raising money for a good cause. You know, that is talking like
1: that real dirtbag job. He was off, selling so just coupons is the <laughs> easiest thing you can do. I think kind yeah. of Dinars, but then coupons after that, especially when you're like, we give 5% to a charity, what charity, a charity. <laughs> yeah. Let you know later. Some charity case. Then we find a charity, you know, <laughs> I, I know a few, I just hand, yeah. a, I, you know what I do every year in December, I drop it in one of those Santa Claus guys things. Yeah. The, salvation <laughs> right right <order. laughs> i dropped him a little a little bit of money uh over the summer woes he heard from clients emerged in his own life a job candidate for a recruiter role asked for a day to mull over an offer saying she wanted to discuss the terms with her spouse then she halted communications well i guess she got an answer then yeah that's like, what it was <laughs> got but an you know answer what?
0: yeah i mean i guess she could have said like i'll contact you if i'm interested in, in my wife is my wife just does does that too. That's a pretty good negotiation tactic, actually. Yeah. If you're just not immediately like, I need this job.
1: Yeah. They're like, all right, okay. You bad? Yeah. You think you bad? That's a, maybe another thing I did. Desperation. I was yeah. really shitty at like not showing my desperation because like <laughs> I was so desperate for every yeah. single job that I ever got. It's like I fucking need this, you right. know? Right. Even like the camera store that paid me 850 an hour, I had just quit that other job that was paying me 850 an hour and I went in there like god I hope I get this cuz <laughs> yeah. I just quit I need, this job. I need a three miracle days ago. right now. <laughs> god, if you're out there, my daughter needs shoes for Christmas. Exactly, exactly. In fairness, Howar said, there are some folks who might have so many opportunities that they're considering that they honestly forgot. Uh, well, maybe, but <laughs> Key Station, director of business relations at Hartford Workforce Solutions, which connects job hunters with companies in Omaha, said service workers in his area are most likely to skip out on low paying service positions. People just fall off the face of the earth, he said, of the area, which has an especially low unemployment rate of 2.8%. Low-paying service positions. Oh, imagine that. And when when it's a recruiter looking for, because like a lot of service position, when you think, you're probably thinking restaurant, right? Yeah. McDonald's doesn't have a problem hiring people. They they always bring people in. Um like they they can bring people in like a McDonald's or or something like that. They like hire on their own. They don't recruit people. So we're probably talking about call centers here. Yeah. Where and we're probably talking about like um uh fucking uh selling coupons maybe or something maybe like like coupons. telemarketing. Yeah. Like so people just leave. Some Nebraska employers are trying to avoid unfilled shifts with apprentice program. Oh no. Programs that guarantee raises and additional training over time. Then you want to stay and watch your wage grow, Station said. Other recruitment businesses point to solutions from China, where ghosting took off during the past decade's explosive growth. We generally make two offers for every job because somebody doesn't show up, said Rebecca Henderson. Oh, that's great. Chief Executive of Randstad Source sorcerer right a talent acquisition firm and if both hires stick around she said her multinational clients are happy to deepen the bench that they they get rid of one of them yeah like they hire two people like there's no way these people are being like we make two offers and we just hire two people yeah and keeping around while ghosting in the united states does not yet require that level of Do backup you to, plan i have to go
0: piss really bad
1: go for it go for it <laughs> While ghosting in the United States does not require that level of backup planning, consultants urge employers to build a meaningful relationship at every stage of the hiring process. Someone who feels invested in an enterprise is less likely to bounce, right? Melissa and Jonathan Nightingale, co-authors of How Fucked Up Is Your Management? An Uncomfortable Conversation About Modern Leadership. How annoying is that? These new books where they just cuss all the time, where they're like, We're going to get your fucking life back in shape, you fucking piece of shit. Or, like, getting your rock star job back into fucking ass-kicking ways of... I don't know. (laughs) The subtle art of not giving a fuck, okay? That's a real one, too. Uh... Employees leave jobs that suck, they said in an email. Jobs where they're abused, jobs where they don't care about the work, and the less engaged they are, the less need they feel to give their bosses warning. Oh, well, Jonathan Nightingale, Melissa and Jonathan Nightingale, good point. Been making it on Street Fight for seven years. Don't have a book. Some employees are simply young and restless, said James Cooper, former manager of the Old Faithful Inn at Yellowstone Park, where he said people ghosted regularly. A few of his staffers were college students who lived in park dormitories for the summer. My favorite, he said, was a kid who left a note on the floor in his dorm that said, Sorry, bros. Had to ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> he should have made, like, a ghost. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. like, a, like, a, like used a sheet and a couple yeah. little eyes out. And they went, Boo! I've ghosted! Throw it over a lamp. Other ghosters describe an inner voice that just says, Nah. Yeah. That's right. That's that's the one for me. No, I don't feel right about this. Yeah, I could talk to him, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Zach Keel. Oh, I love this. Zach Keel, a 26-year-old server in Austin, made the call last year to flee a Texas bar slash cinema. Oh, well, I think we know what Alamo Draft House. After realizing he would have to clean the place until sunrise. More work, he calculated, was always around the corner. I didn't call, Keel said show up I figured no point in feeling guilty about something that wasn't that big of an issue turnover is so high anyway
0: (laughs) this is what working is like this is not the people's fault no this is the job this is them reacting to what the fucking you know they're acting like there's all there's just this mishmash of positions that are that people can just jump into there's not like a booming economy of things that are being accomplished that are that are going you know that this is resulting from, you know, it's
1: just no. I mean, why would they, th- when there's they talk no benefits, about
0: benefits? There's the healthcare costs a billion dollars. There's no reason to stick around, and um, the only way a lot of times you can't get more money is to move to another place, right?
1: Nobody. Most of the time, employers are basically like, "We've got you already." Yeah, you're not going. Like we just we yeah. just finished uh, Boston Market undercover boss, and somebody was talking about how. I just will have to quit and then apply somewhere else, or maybe I'll quit and apply back to Boston market corporate After and then maybe a they'll degree. hire me yeah. because once just so many jobs don't hire from the inside, they say it, you go to your orientation and they say that they do it. They just don't do they it. Don't. There's those positions, like all those corporate positions are people that get hired out of college and have never, have never worked for a, a business like that. And that's, that's how that. That's how they hire. Like there yeah, isn't oh, advancement, in. and there's no reason to go. There's no reason to give them the respect. Like they're not giving you the respect. They're not considering you for a lot of these jobs. I mean, they're not considering a good shift manager at fucking Arby's to right. work in the Arby's corporate office. They own they consider them staying there, and they'll give them a little piecemeal raise every you know right point uh, of five percent raise every year but they're they're not corporate material and that's how they act and that's how all these jobs are i mean i don't know how many jobs i have where i just watch managers get hired in like straight up like you know at, at a place like uh the cable company where it's like well you know it seems fairly obvious that you can take the person with the best numbers and interview those people and find somebody to do the manager job, maybe put a posting up for the manager job. I remember a manager, they were hiring a manager manager for the service department and all these guys that had been there for 20 years applied for this job. And they gave it to a guy that applied from outside. And it was just like, well, like, why would I believe in this place? Like, why would I, and the guy above him got hired in from outside and the person above him was hired in from outside. Like, so like, it was like, I could work as hard as I fucking want, but I'm always just going to be this person. You know, I'm always just going to be in this little niche. There's nowhere else for me to go. There's only a few fucking jobs at the top. And we yeah. don't, there's no, how do you get those? Right. You know, I, I don't know. No,
0: it's, it's not even how do you get those? Not everybody can
1: have them. Not everybody can have them is the other thing. But even, even then. But it, you're right. It, it, not everybody can have them is the truth but even a lot of times people who have worked hard and deserve them oh yeah have no chance of getting them
0: no that that busting me up was working at that warehouse where the bosses were just sitting at a computer making sure that like all of the little changes that were handed down from corporate were happening in the aisles, aisleways, mm-hmm. and they would only hire people with like that had fucking college degrees. Mm-hmm. And it pissed me off so bad because I could have done a, such a good job. I would have done I mean, a f- it, great job at that. It wasn't, it was no, nothing advanced project, no advanced skills required other than like following direction and knowing how to do the job. They were babysitters.
1: I mean, that is a perfect situation where it's like, there's a lot of pickers that could definitely offer a lot. Like if you're a pick and pack place, there's a lot of people that have been doing that for a very long time. That could definitely offer a kind of insight that you're not going to get from some kid. Look, I, when I was in college, I had a course called uh, the sociology of work. And I was in this class, the professor was a libertarian South park guy, you know, and like, there were a lot of business that the business students were forced to be in there and like their opinions were like very distressing and concerning. And those are the people that they hired to do those management jobs and logistics and stuff like that. So you go to a warehouse and it's these people that have like really never done anything in their life except for turning all their homework at college. Right. And, uh it just there is that that myth of like working your way up from the bottom for a lot of people is not the real thing yeah so that's it for the show this <laughs> yeah, week That's a terrible <laughs> fucking way to end the show what a shitty show this is a shitty show but hey you know we'll be on the west coast we'll tell that's not how we end the live shows okay right the live shows are much
0: happier occasions uh thanks for listening and watching on the stream we appreciate all the people that chatted and showed up the numbers are through the roof. Wow, this is one of our best ones so far. Um, Thanks for all the support and love that you give us all. Uh, We got gumball shirts available. We got a Lonnie Tunes pre-order available. If you want to give the gift of Lonnie Tunes this Christmas season, Hanukkah season, Kwanzaa season, Festivus season, Krampus season, you can do that by buying a gift certificate that your receiver can go and trade in at store.streetfightradio.com. That's the place to get the merch. That's a place also to get tickets to our San Francisco show. Um, we are the only, we are handling tickets for that show everywhere else. It's available by going to streetfighteradio.com. Right there on the front page, there is a post that says West Coast Tour. You can come see us in Seattle, Washington on January 5th. We're going to be at the Clock Out Lounge. Uh, Eugene, I'm sorry, Portland, Oregon on the 6th. We're going to be at Lola's at the Crystal Ballroom. Uh, the 7th in Eugene at Old Nick's Pub. The Golden Bull Thursday on the 9th in uh, LA. I'm sorry. God damn it. In Oakland. I was doing so good up until then. Uh, and then Saturday the 12th at the Satellite in Los Angeles. It's going to be going down. I'm getting a tattoo, I think, on Friday, maybe, in LA. So I'm excited about that. We'll probably get some fun shit, hang out with some cool people. There's a lot of... Uh, Surprises coming up as far as guests. Once we get them confirmed, we'll get you the full announcements. But uh, you don't want to miss these shows. They're going to be a big event. We're really excited that we get to fly in an airplane and go do shows for all y'all. So uh, get ready for a good ass time. We are Street Brian. Fight Radio. I'm Brett. He's Brian. What's that?
1: We can announce Brace and for
0: Oakland. All right. So Oakland people, we are going to have special guests: Brace, Belden, Piss Pig Granddad, Piss Pig Grandma. Uh, is going to be there at the San, the uh, Oakland show at the Golden Bull. Also, Q Mars from Delete Your Account Podcast. You know and love them. They will join us on stage so that we can have a good-ass time with everybody and uh, give you all a next-level show. So get those tickets, Store.streetfighteradio.com. I'm even thinking about asking another guest, a third-show appearance person. I just have to get their permission, but we might have a third guest so it's might have be... four
1: actually there because we might have leduce violet there too god damn that's gonna be fun it's a stack show and in la i we can we have rob Wisman in la so far and then other people
0: yeah we should just do maybe a murderer's row section at the end and just all sit and talk shit
1: that's what we're gonna do man all i right. have all kinds of plans
0: Thanks for listening to the show. We are Street Fight Radio. You can find us on social media at Street Fight WCRS. You can find him on Twitter. He's at Murder Brian. You can find me on social. I'm at Brett Payne. Uh, We'll see you later this week with the call-in show this Sunday. We are taking your calls this Sunday. 612-412-614-412-5252. I'm talking too fast. Peace.
2: Heaven knows I've been working hard Wanted Christmas to be right for daddy's girl I don't mean to hate December It's meant to be the happy time of year And my little girl don't understand Why daddy can't afford no Christmas here If we make it through December Everything's gonna be alright I know It's the coldest time of winter And I shiver when I see the falling snow If we make it through December Got plans to be in a warmer town come summertime Maybe even California If we make it through December we'll be fine